spoke a word You were singing over me You have been so, so good to me Before I took a breath You breathed your life in me been so, so kind to me. Shadow 
Good afternoon, everybody. I trust that we had a good week. It's been quite stressful here due to school and every other thing. And I'm sure that we all have our own stories to share, you know, about how the week went. For me, it's been assignments, it's been tests, it's been everything. But bless God, it's weekend again and it's another time to listen to the word of God. It's another time to talk to each other, to encourage each other in the Lord and and um, to refresh ourselves. So let's make use of this opportunity, this time not to sleep, you know, let's just be awake and listen and everything. So for two weeks now, I've been going over the Kingdom series and we're going to continue the Kingdom series almost all through the year because we're going to be touching a lot of things you know in the kingdom and last week we dealt with the concepts of the kingdom and i was really blessed i trust that you were blessed too i was really blessed by the ministration so today i'll be speaking on a kingdom series too yes i'll be speaking on love loving intentionally we know the season that we are in that it's it's all um um, god when it's all um, i want to do this oh my god this blah 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 you know there's this love all over in the hair and everything and everybody is everybody that is not single <laughs> and everybody that is single you know are getting prepared to share love and all those things so i decided to speak on loving intentionally loving people loving your neighbors loving your spouse loving whosoever just loving intentionally and i would like to waste so much of our time so let's pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for today thank you father for bringing us together again father lord we ask that as we start that father you start with us in the name of jesus that you grant us utterance in the name of jesus father god you grant us oh god listening hears oh god in the name of jesus and understanding hearts oh god in the name of jesus the father will, will understand oh god will learn to love intentionally in jesus mighty name i have prayed amen so very quickly to go straight to the point i'll be sharing a personal story with all of us that i hope that we can learn from so there was this time okay you know there's this situation where um i don't know if everybody can relate or maybe it's just me where you just meet some certain people and then you're like oh my god my spirit just just doesn't resonate with this person i don't think this person has the same spirit with me i don't think this person has the same value with me and then you end up just not liking that person at all like you just don't like that person for no reason for no reason exactly like okay this person i don't like her face or i don't like his face you know i don't like how his hair looks like i don't like his perfume so you know you end up just not liking that person so there was this particular lady that i did not like i didn't she didn't do anything for me anyway we didn't quarrel we didn't fight but anytime she wants to speak with me i speak with her we talk you know we have a good time together and you know it was just in the bid for me not to 
not to um keep malice or it should not look like oh oh this person is trying to avoid me and all that so i will speak with her when she wants to speak with me but then deep down in my heart i didn't like her i didn't like her face i didn't like anything about her even what she said i don't like the way she talks although what she says is not bad you know i just didn't like her and one day during our 21 days fasting and prayers the Holy Spirit called my attention to it. Is it the Holy Spirit? It's someone that when he speaks with you, he, he breaks you. It makes you to understand a lot of things. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He was like, he said, why don't you like this person? I was listening to a particular um, message that day online. So, and then he just said, why don't you like this person? What did she do to you? And I'm like, nothing i just don't like her face i don't like how she looks like and everything i don't like i just don't like her that's what i told you spirit and you spirit said mm, as a christian you don't like her as a child of god what exactly is that offense and then i started to think of our offense but I, I couldn't find it you know it's just like that that um verse of the scripture that says when the prince of the world comes he finds nothing in me and then i couldn't find anything to pin on her to say okay this is the reason why i just don't like this person and then the Holy spirit started to teach me a lot of things which i'm going to teach us today by his help so if you have your bible tell your bible with me to the book of first corinthians 13 verse 4 so first corinthians 13 verse 4 to 7 it's a verse of the scripture that a lot of us on this we read we read but um at the end of the day we don't understand the verse of the scripture we all know it we all we all say it we all say it in church we all you know we all recite it just like the lord's prayer but then do you really understand the gravity of that scripture is it applicable to your life is it something that you you dwell in every day you know since i got to know this verse of the scripture or since i got to understand this really i said my mindset about certain things began to change i started to to always remember it it became my favorite verse of the scripture that when i'm going out when i'm doing something when someone does something to me or when i'm faced with in a kind of with, with a kind of situation you know it just comes to my mind that what we love do in at this in this situation if 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 i was going to love this person what would i do you know and then it started to guide me into doing some things first corinthians 13 verse 47 love suffers long and is kind love does not envy love does not parade itself it's not puffed up does not behave really does not seek its own is not provoked thinks no evil does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoices in the truth bears all things believes all things hopes all things endures all things now the author of this scripture says love is kind love is this love is that but we must not forget that the author of love is god if god is love that means god is kind that means god does not envy that means god does not parade himself that means god is not puffed up 
and if god is love our children of god if we are heirs to god's throne then we must have the same thing the same attributes that he has we must have the same characteristics that god have so imagine that you are a child of god created in god's image and then you cannot love and then you are not kind to people and then you just look down on people and then you see strangers and then you you just you just look at them somehow i got on the bus one day one day like that i was coming from i come from ikeja and then i got on the bus to agege when i was when we wanted to board the bus there was this person on the floor you know these people that that beg for money that that they are underprivileged so he couldn't walk this particular guy couldn't walk and i didn't know that he wanted to enter inside the bus i thought that maybe he was just you know doing his usual business and all that so i just got into the car into the bus rather and then i, I sat down at the back and i was waiting for the bus to get full so that we could start moving and i then saw that okay this guy was trying to struggle to get in I would have gotten down to help, but this person is a guy. Obviously, his his strength might be more than mine. I might not be able to lift him up and all that. And you know, the guy struggled until he was able to get into the car, into the bus. But everybody that passed beside that guy just looked at the person that like, oh, this person is worthless, or this person does not have a life. You understand? Everybody was just looking at him. Even the people that could help. You know the people that had the power to help they they didn't do that and when the guy finally got on the bus everybody the person i wanted to sit down beside just went like oh don't touch me blah 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 and i'm like what this person is a human being too although he may not have legs he may not have hands he has hands anyway but although he may not walk he may not be able to walk but does that mean that you should say oh don't touch me oh my god you stink you know and then the lady was was all like don't touch me and when the guy got on the bus when we started moving you know he started to sleep you know maybe because he has been begging all night and he hasn't gotten enough rest and then he started to sleep and it was just this one woman that was beside him that was just like oh sorry you're tired right just her every other person on that bus was like oh my god why did you allow this guy to get on the bus with us blah 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 do you you know and all those derogatory statements and and all that and you know it's back to the question that where is the place of love in all of these things now all of these people will go to church and go to raise holy ends in court but then they cannot love their, their neighbor just because this person doesn't have legs does it make him less human than you? Does it make him... It's just it's just because he's not as privileged as you are. But it doesn't make him less human. It doesn't make him not up to you. And when we're moving in this bus, the, the driver stepped on the brakes abruptly. He, steps on, he stepped on the brakes and this guy fell down, you know, because he doesn't have any form of support. And the people beside him could not help him up. In fact, there was this lady that wanted to board the bus we were waiting for the last passenger but because of this person was not have legs she decided not to get on the bus with us because that was the last seat 
it was just this woman that i was talking about that was pitying him i was like oh sorry blah 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 that got on the bus and i started to think about it god why of of course why it's not supposed to be in the streets if if we're in a sinner climb but then does that mean that we should we should just push these people away where is the place of love where's the place of god now if you are part of the set of people that that look down on those people then you need to really really ask god for forgiveness of sin because it's wrong it's bad god created them too and you will see in the bible that god said we should take care of those people that are not up to us those people that 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 are not so privileged they did not create themselves they did not make themselves that way you know something must have happened it, it might just be that oh something happened when they wanted to give birth to them or it might just be that an accident happened and you know and they just found themselves that way it doesn't mean that we should we should we should um look down on those people it doesn't mean that we should do that so if you're part of those set of people that do those things that see them and then you just move like oh my god this person stinks just know that one day you might just be in that situation too how will people react to you just put yourself in their shoes and you might be saying god forbid but blah 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 but then you cannot you cannot predict the way life goes you know, good and bad. God makes rain to fall on both the rich and the poor. He makes rain to fall on everybody. So, you know, you just imagine yourself in that situation. And and I, I think you'll be able to behave better. I, I think you'll be able to respond better, rather. I think you'll be able to respond better to those set of people. I'm going to move to the first point that says, Love suffers long and is kind. How have you been kind to people around you? Just like what I said last. How have you been kind to to your neighbors, to your spouse, to your friend? Now, imagine that the way I did not like that person, the way I did not like her face, the way I did not like anything about her, for no reason exactly. Imagine that it was, it was, it was the reverse, that she did not like me. And then... She'll talk to me, she'll laugh with me, she'll do all sort of things with me. But then she did not like me deep down in her heart. She didn't like me. Imagine that it was me that she didn't like that way. And then later I get to know how would I feel about it? How would I feel about uh, about her not liking me? And oh, I thought we were friends. Imagine. So how do you respond to people around you yes you and this person your spirit might just not be together you know you and this person you might not just oh my god i just don't but then that's why that's why i am i'm speaking on loving intentionally today you need to learn to love people intentionally not for what they do but for god in their life for who they are you need to be able to to respond to them you know with love you need to have it deep like not not just pretending to love them you need to do that deep down in your heart that okay i love this person i started to because i did not like this lady i started to confess every day to myself that i'm going to love this person intentionally i'm going to do my best not to hate her i'm going to do my best to be a good friend 
I'm going to do my best not to, you know, I had to start confessing it every day. I had to make it a part of my life so that I don't end up making enemies instead of friends. So that I don't end up hurting God. I don't end up hurting the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit said, this person is my child. How come you don't like her? So that I don't end up hurting the Holy Spirit. I don't end up, you know, pushing him away from my life. So I had to, you know, always confess it every day. I had to always take that pain and to say, okay, I love this person in the name of Jesus. I care about this person in the name of Jesus. I had to do that. I know that a lot of us might not be able to do that. But then everyone around you, are you able to love them intentionally? Are you kind to them? Are you kind to them? For those of us that are married, for those of us that have um, spouses and, and all that, how do you have patience with them do you suffer long with them you know it's not always going to be green you know even even on earth it's not we don't always find green flowers every day of the year sometimes it's really dry it's, it's the dry season and then the flowers starts to go yellow they don't have enough water so it's not always going to be green how do you react to that situation how do you continue to love your spouse is it just the money how do you support that person how do you support his business how do you support our business that okay things are down right now yes but how are you guys praying together to make sure that it gets better for the both of you how are you doing that for that person you don't just claim to be a christian and go to church and then you don't have the characteristics of being a christian and then you don't you don't you're not like god it's it, it just doesn't work that way you need to learn to love intentionally that when everything is down when things have gone down for your partner or for your friend how do you support that person and continue to support that person until things get better how do you support that person in the place of prayer are you just this fair with that friend that just comes when things are okay and then when things are bad you just move away from that person and then you just don't go back to that person again how do you react to that kind of situation how are you trying to love that person intentionally how are you trying to do that so in this season in this season of valentine and love blah 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 we're supposed to love every day it's not just supposed to be one day of the year where you love how are you trying to love people intentionally how are you trying to love your spouse intentionally this season how are you praying for that person that is going through some certain kind of situations how are you trying to do how are you trying to be a good friend to that person that 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 can't be that can't be where it's supposed to be how are you trying to be a good person how are you trying to support praise god and i'll be going to the second point right now the second point says that love does not envy love does not envy your friend has this thing oh my god how come i can't get it too you're about to call it ilara you know you, you 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 don't you don't have that thing now let me say you what envy does to you what envy does is that envy pushes you to do more than you can do now imagine that you have a group of friends all of them have money they have they have money lots of it lots of money and then you you're married let's say you're married and then your husband you know you guys are both middle class you know both trying to get make ends meet and all that and then because you are envious of your friends 
because you want to be like them you start to pressure the young man at home that's trying to make ends meet that you want to buy gold that you want to buy silver that you too you want to build a house that and it starts to go extra mile for you do you want it to go and steal and this breaks your marriage it breaks your home because you start to put pressure on the man and then the man would stop coming home because he does not want you to put pressure on him and in the place of of stopping to come home he goes to he goes to the club with his friends and then he meets another woman and when he meets the other woman did that woman will happier oh oh my god this person is very supportive how come i did not meet her before my wife and then you use your own hands to break your own marriage that is what envy does to you stay in your lane don't try to be like another person photocopy is not easy it's not easy to to copy somebody else's lifestyle yes you may not have what the person has oh my god thank god for what you have some people don't even have what you have and some people don't have what they have those people that you that 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 you are looking down upon so please try to stay on your lane if you have friends that all they do is party all they do is club all they do is i should be every time you know there was a particular movie i watched where i don't know i think maybe it's, it's i can't remember the title anymore where all of them do parties and when you do parties you have to buy ashwabi now the ashwabi is where they make money from so there's a particular person that you know envious of our friends that have bought ashwabi in the past and they've done ashwabi party she decided to get married and that she was going to buy ashwabi that she was going to sell ashwabi so she started to sell her ashwabi for one million naira. and if you're in that group of friends you have to buy the ashwabi. She decided to sell ashwabi for one million naira. After selling the ashwabi, because her friends, after they got married, they were living in VI. But you know, this man, this husband, he had to take a loan to do the wedding because he didn't have a very good job. She just really wanted to get married fast so that she can also become high class because she was envious of her other friends. So she just wanted to get married fast. So she started selling Ashwabi. Yes, she sold her Ashwabi. They went to the island. They started living on the island and everything. But what envy does to you is that you cannot maintain that lifestyle. Something has something now happened, and then the money for Ashwabi finished because other friends were going to do their own wedding and all that and all that. And then you still use that money to buy Ashwabi. Now, when everything went down and they could not pay rent in VI again, she started to think of selling the clothes in her wardrobe. And then she had a lot of clothes that people that you know he started to even spoil and people could not buy. And she started to realize that oh my god, if I had stayed on my lane, if I had not been envious of my friends, if I had not tried to be like them, then maybe I wouldn't end up in this place. So be like you, be you, be who you are, wear what you can afford. Don't try to 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 please other people. Don't try to put yourself in the same place with other people that are ah, okay. This person is going to see me today that ah, me and now we're not in the same level. Should be dressing, should be wearing gold as if I cannot afford gold too. And then you go and take gold on credit. What if something happens to the gold and then or oh, you go and borrow gold? Go and borrow gold of four hundred thousand naira. What if something happens to the gold and 
and you can't find it anymore what happens to you you start to look for four hundred thousand naira for gold and that is how you know everything begins to go down for you so if you really love somebody if you really love your own self you would not be envious of them you will not try to be like them because if it's really hurts you in the at the end of the day so you won't try to be like them you won't try to 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 put yourself in in their level so ah, this person too must see me and what envy does to you is very bad envy can make you try to bring down somebody and in trying to bring down someone how are you loving that person in trying to bring down that person or okay you have a colleague at work that seems to be really good at what she does and then you go to your boss because you are envious of that person you go to your boss and then you start talking bad about the person until they sack that person from work or until something happens to that person you know it's on you it's on you really because you have not loved that person how are you loving that person in being envious of the person and then trying to bring the person down i pray that god will help us in jesus name he's not puffed up love is not does not behave rudely how do you respond to people when they speak to you you know are you that person that just goes and you know talks to people anyhow are you that i was that person that usually talks to people anyhow before but then i have learned that you know you need to behave nicely to strangers because in behaving nicely to strangers that was how abraham entertained angels you know you need to be nice to people you don't have to be rude you don't have to speak any out to them just because you seem to have a phd or you seem to have a master's degree and then they don't even have anything and then you, you start to be rude to them that's not love that's not what love does to people you need to bring yourself down you need to be humble you need to you need to not parade yourself you need to not be puffed up you, you need not to be rude you know be just because oh, oh my god who is this my gate man you know there was something that my friend's mom taught me she she has drivers she has cooks and and all that she makes sure she makes sure that our children don't call the driver my driver or our driver she she says is not your driver to our children he said he's not your driver he's my own driver i pay him you need to speak respectfully to this person. You, we, honestly, we need to teach our, our children to speak respectfully to people, to the co-workers, to the housemaid, to the gateman. In fact, she was like, you call them uncle. You don't call them by their name. You don't call them my driver. You don't call them our gateman. He's not your gateman. He's not. He's my own, my own gateman. He opens the door for me, not you. And then you, you have to greet them in the morning because they are humans too so you you how do you how do you love people in being respectful to them how do you love people in greeting them the little things you do the little hello the little hi the little tip that you give to that guest man the little things that you do those are the things that measure how much you truly love people around you love is not just about sharing gifts and being valentine and doing all that and doing all this it's really about the little things that we do for people so how do you speak respectfully to people are you rude to them or do you speak respectfully to them how do you react to your house girl at home are you rude to her how do you behave to her how do you treat her do you do you does she eat with you on the same table 
or do you make her eat in the kitchen just because she's your maid how do you behave to her does she go to school just like your own children you know you have a child as a maid and then you don't even take her to school now she go to school just like your own children i have a family that they usually have maids they train them they take them to school and sometimes the, the maids get married you know in their house and and before the maids finally leave so how do you behave to these people do they wear less clothes than than your children you know there are some people that you really know that this person is their maid because of what the person wears oh my god how do you treat this these people around you love does not behave rudely love is not puffed up because of what you have does not mean that does not mean that you you, you talk to people anyhow does not mean that you, you tell your maid your place is in the kitchen that's where you eat you don't eat on the same table with my child or my children or oh you can't wear the same clothes with them or i can't take you to the same school with them you know love is not puffed up that's not the attribute of god that's not the characteristic of god because god sent jesus to earth to the earth for everybody he sent jesus to the earth for the poor the rich the maids the whosoever so you must also try to have that characteristic and and love people intentionally love that your maid love that your gate man love that your driver they are humans like you too they are not just privileged praise god love does not seek his own love does not seek his own love is not provoked love thinks no evil love is not provoked love thinks no evil are you always angry with somebody when someone does something to you are you always provoked in being provoked you say things that are not good to that person you say things that are evil to that person which can really 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 weigh the person down love is not provoked what do you, how do you react when you're angry with people do you just move away i learned to 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 control my anger in a very 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 hard way i learned in a very hard way because i used to get so angry i used to get very very angry i used to get very provoked with people with things with anything when you do something for me i get really provoked but god taught me in a very hard way i don't know if i should share the story if i'm not wasting too much time but when i was in school when i was in secondary school i was in ss two or three i guess and then we're having a service a church service and i was an usher and then i heard the holy spirit tell me that day too leave the door and go and stand inside the chapel our chapel was chapel of lights so we call it chapel so this we told me leave the door and go and stand inside the chapel somebody's coming to provoke you remember that love is not provoked right so i stood at the door disobeyed the holy spirit stood at the door and then this set of people were coming now the rule in chapel then was that when you come to church and you are late you pass the back door so that you don't distract those people that are in front you pass the back door and you enter from the back so that you don't distract the preacher and those people that are in front so this set of people like three of them now the lady is my friend my very good friend so they were they were coming and 
they wanted to pass the front door and then i was like oh please you cannot pass the front door you need to pass the back door and then they started to get angry that why would you tell us not to pass the front door i said i was like you know the rules the rule is that you pass the back door when the service has started and then it started to cause a chaos in front you know normally my reaction should be that okay just go in so that i don't cause problems but i was provoked now remember that love is not provoked but i was provoked and i went up to push the girl and when i pushed her the service scattered everybody wanted to see what was going on and the service started to scatter like that i ended the service i opened the door told everybody to leave the church i didn't know what happened to me i don't know what spirit took over me at that point i, I ended the service turned off the gen you know i just scattered everywhere that day and it was it was a service and i knew that god was not happy with me because he had already told me to leave the door but because i was provoked i chose to be provoked i chose not to love if i had loved those people intentionally i would have spoken with them nicely or i would have told them to just okay just come in and come in silently please you know there were other things to do but i chose because because all of these things is a choice it's a choice it's not that okay something is pushing you know you made that choice you made that choice and you pay for your choices you you have consequences for the for the choices that you make so i i, I scattered the service and there was a leadership meeting and i was suspended from being an usher being an hod being whatever i was in church i was stripped of all my roles i was stripped of everything indefinitely i was, I was stripped of everything and then i went back to the hostel and i was crying oh my god i just falling back down i just been stripped of everything and for the first time in five years on sunday i wore white to church because ushers don't wear white we wear our uniform so i wore white to church and i sat down in the congregation you know everybody will be looking at me like what what exactly is going on that on a normal day you're supposed to be officiating or doing something and then i had to go meet our chaplain then I spoke with him. I said, sir, I did something really bad. He was like, okay, what did you do? And I told him that this is what I did, blah, blah, blah. And he told me that, okay, this is what you are going to do. If you can do it. I said, what? He said, you scattered the church. In front of the church. I said, yes. He said, then you have to arrange the church. I said, how? He said, you have to stand in front of the old church and apologize for your actions. Oh my God. That was like... That was the humbling moment of my life. That me, I was standing in front of the old church to apologize for what I did. And because I was really sorry for what I did, because I already made up my mind not to be angry anymore. So, you know, these days, when you do things to me, when I get angry, I will not just talk because I don't want to be in that kind of situation that I was again. So I'll just keep quiet and and sometimes i'll just move away or sometimes i'll just frown you just see to my countenance that i'm not happy with you but I, I i will not want to say anything because i don't want to be in that situation again and then i took the microphone i chaplain with like somebody has something to say and i took the microphone and i said i'm so sorry for my actions and then i started to cry i started to cry i cried so much that you know the old church 
was like oh sorry blah 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 you know i cried so much that day and and that was the end of anger for me that was the end of being provoked for me you know love is not provoked you know you do not just whatever whatever way you can you can try to 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 not be provoked please try whatever way you can whatever psychology says that maybe move away from the situation maybe keep quiet maybe count one to ten or whatever because in the place of being provoked you do things they are not supposed to do and yes i was reinstated of of all my roles in fact i even got more roles in church you know i was glad i was glad that that happened to me it made me learn a lot of things so in the place of being angry you you tend to do a lot of things imagine that you, you you get so provoked at your spouse or you get so provoked at your parents or you get so provoked at your siblings and then you break the glass of the new car or something love is not provoked love is not provoked praise god so next point is love does not rejoice in iniquity but rejoices in the truth so when things are happening around us when when we're going through a lot of things when things are happening in nigeria how do you react to to the 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 dishonesty around you how do you react to the things that happen in fact you know lately i've been meeting a lot of dishonest people in nigeria i've been meeting a lot of them every day you know they are becoming so much and i'm like god what exactly is going on i'm sorry i'm just person that likes to tell stories a lot because i believe that people learn best when you tell them stories they, they tend not to forget you know the points that you were driving at when when you were telling them the whole story thing so there was this my friend that went to get shoes in i think a bar market or so so when he got to the store my friend has very big legs so it was like okay i want to buy this shoe for this size blah 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 they were like okay fine let me go and bring it for you the apprentice went to get the shoes and then my friend had to get two shoes so he sold the two shoes to him collected the money from him and my friend had to go to another store to go and get shoes to get another pair of shoes but remember that my friend's legs are quite big so my friend had to go back to that former store that i went to to tell them that um please do you have this shoe blah 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 so the organa came out and was like oh you were not that came to buy shoes the last time i did you like the shoe that you got he was like yes i liked them the girl, the girl was like them how many shoes did you buy he said he bought two shoes the girl was like no but my apprentice told me that you bought one shoe he was like no i bought two shoes that i went i gave it to um the cobbler right there to fix it for me to help me enlarge it but you know that these cobblers always um enlarge shoes you know when they when they are small you know they just they, there's something they do to enlarge the shoes so that it can size you properly he said no i i bought two i gave it to that cobbler to do it for me but the apprentice already gave the ogre the price of one give him the price of one so you're gonna call out the apprentice now this guy said he bought two shoes but he gave me money for just one shoe and then the apprentice started to 
you know, wink at my friend, that blah, 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 blah. But remember that love does not rejoice in iniquity. It rejoices in the truth. It doesn't rejoice in iniquity. My friend knew that, okay, this person is trying to lie. This person is trying to be dishonest. At the expense of another person's business. He said, no, I got two shoes. Then I will take you to that cobbler so that you can ask him how many shoes I brought to him. Now, when they got to that cobbler, they asked, how many shoes did this person bring to you? He said, two shoes. And that was how, maybe, I don't know what happened to the apprentice. Maybe they sent him away or, or and all that. But we must remember, if, if that apprentice had loved his boss, he would, not, he would not put his hand into iniquity. He would not put his hand into trying to steal from his boss. He would not try to do that. But because he did not love his boss, because love does not rejoice in iniquity. It was right for, for my friend to say no. I did not buy two shoes. I got one shoe. Because at the end of the day, when they are taking account, the money will be will be lost in, in, in the accounting process. Then what happens at, at, at in that point? What happens there? You know, or imagine something happens and and then they had to come and pick up my friend and say, But you said that you got one shoe blah 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 how come you have two shoes with you so love does not rejoice in iniquity it rejoices in the truth we must always try we must always try to say the truth at all time we must always try to to be honest to people at all time because that's what love does because that's what love does god is not going to lie to us so why do we have to lie to people about some things why do you have to lie to someone that you love her when you really don't love her when when it's just that you just want to get down with her you just want to have sex with her why do you have to do that to her that's not what love does if you're a christian you don't lie to people you don't deceive them that's not what love does and yours and our next point is love bears all things believes all things endures all things hopes all things love is god uh, most importantly love is god love is knowing god love is loving god love is being like him love is having the characteristics that god has love is tr- love is trying to be good to our neighbors now if you're in any situation to surround up if you're in any situation and you know it seems that what will god do in this situation god will love always remember this this verse of the scripture it helps me all the time when i'm in a situation where someone has done something to me or when somebody has provoked me and and i'm like god god i'm so angry right now and then it, my mind always comes back to love is not provoked precious love is not provoked or when i'm thinking about something bad and then the holy spirit is telling me love thinks no evil or when I'm when I'm going to look down on someone, or when I'm going to say something wrong to someone, and the Holy Spirit tells me love does not behave rudely. You know, let let us always have it at the back of our mind that love just doesn't end with giving gifts. It just doesn't end with um with the old Valentine thing that is coming, and there's so much hype around it. Love just doesn't end that way. It's much more than that. It's much. It's every day than that. It's 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 a lifestyle. Loving is a lifestyle. It should be a lifestyle for us it should be something that we do all the time it should be something that we practice all the time it should be something that we 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 love to do you know it should be it should be something that we we pass to people that oh wow this person did this for me i'm so happy let us make people happy just because we love them 
it's it's not just about sharing gifts and singing on valentine's day and all those things it's really really about god it's really really about sharing love to people you know you, you could just go out and help the underprivileged people and and just make them smile that's what love does and i pray that god will help us in the name of jesus let's pray father in the name of jesus we thank you for your grace we thank you father god for helping us to love father in the name of jesus we ask so god as we go in the name of jesus this weekend help us to love in the name of jesus help us to be like you lord in the name of jesus help us to do your will oh god in the name of jesus have your way holy spirit in our lives thank you father for answering our prayers in jesus mighty name i have prayed amen so if you have any questions you could send them to our whatsapp group you could send them to me privately on whatsapp because you will find my number there so you could or you could also send your questions to our whatsapp group i pray that god will help us in the name of jesus and if you really really want to text me my number is 081 so you can send me your questions privately or you can send your questions to the group chat our link is just in our bio up there god bless you thank you for for always being with us thank you for always coming to worship god with us thank you for always coming to fellowship with us until next week same time god bless you